Hey ho, everybody. Happy Saturday. A little bit warmer today than the last couple mornings, but uh, Cam still has Blanky on her lap, right? <laughs> I do. I do have Blanky every every time I come here, <laughs> every time we're together. Now, is this uh, the kind that you can wear like a slanket, or is this just, no. a, just a blanket? <laughs> no, it's a really nice. I got it for Christmas last year. And I, I put it on my bed when I'm not using it, and I'm pretty sure it's going to stay there all year round. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Lynn's got a similar blanket. It looks almost the same. Oh, and, yeah? Uh, if we're downstairs watching TV, I'll look over. <laughs> she's got the blanket on her lap. <laughs> and then when we go to bed, she's got it. Uh, it's, you know, must be a, a gender thing. I, it is. Women are always it's cold. Always <laughs> Lynn, cold. Little on the chilly side. Well, mm-hmm. should warm up over the next couple of days. Tomorrow should be really nice, and um, you know we should be much warmer next yes. week than we, we were this week. Man, when that weather changed the other day, when it dropped like thirty. Oh my degrees, god! I didn't think that Night was possible. I know it was absolutely what people say when you say you don't like the weather. Just wait, <laughs> wait twenty four hours. <laughs> Yeah, there are a bunch of memes on Facebook about um, Michigan and how in the morning, you know, people are wearing shorts and flip flops. Yeah. By afternoon time, the other winter park is back on. Right, right. Oh, my. All right. Well, it should be pretty stable today. We'll keep you posted on that. We've got a number of things to talk about today, but let's start where we always do. Dave Rieger, our producer and the sports director for the great Michigan weekend is here. And Dave actually has a score to share with us. There actually was a game. <laughs> yeah, there actually was a game last night, Jim. How about that? Pistons, right. unfortunately, uh, they lose to the Cleveland Cavaliers at LCA last night, 110 to 100. The loss drops the Pistons to a 9 and 50 record on the season. They're now tied with the Washington Wizards for the worst record in the NBA. But listen to this statistic. We uh, had to go back to our special Great Michigan Weekend research team for this, Jim. Speaking of the Washington Wizards, they have lost 14 games in a row. Believe it or not, they still have a chance to equal Detroit's 28-game losing streak from earlier this season. And this is what you have to love about sports. If the Wizards continue to lose games, they would tie the Pistons' 28-game losing streak on March 29th against, you guessed it, the Detroit Pistons. Wow. That uh, so now it's a race to the bottom, right? Exactly. <laughs> so if the Holy Wizards cow. continue to keep losing, they can tie the the Detroit's record-setting twenty-eight game losing streak later on this year at home, March 29th against the Detroit Pistons. It's remarkable. You <laughs> That's know, the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. Here's an interesting uh, thing that's brought up on the show, Ted Lasso which mm-hmm. you may or may not watch. Cam and I love that show. We've mm-hmm. It's the kind of show you'd watch like three, four, five times over the series. Yep. yep. Uh, it's basically, it's about an American football coach who, who gets hired to become a soccer coach in Britain. He knows nothing about soccer. He doesn't know how to play. <laughs> he doesn't know how to coach. He doesn't know the rules. But he learns, and I didn't know this either until we watched the show, in Britain, in the soccer leagues, if you come out at the end of the season on the bottom, like the Pistons are facing, mm-hmm. you are kicked out of that league mm-hmm. and you are dropped into a league below that league. So they have like three, mm-hmm. four different leagues. Yeah. 
So you you uh, if you're at the bottom, whoever's at the bottom ends up being dumped down into the league below that, and whoever finished first in the lower league advances up. Mm-hmm. And at one point, the players are talking to Ted, the coach, and they say, "You don't have this in America." And he said, "No, we." Well, what do you do uh, at the end of the season when you can't get anywhere and you're losing and you, you still play games? And Ted says, yeah, it's, it doesn't make any sense. But, yeah, you still play every game like it uh, is the most important game going. It doesn't make a lot of sense. But I think that would be a great twist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it in, would. In sports. Dave, do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, the, yeah. The- I watched Ted Lasso and I, I get it. I, I know the rules when it comes to uh, to soccer. So what you're saying is that whoever finishes last in the NBA should probably go down to the G League and then yeah. just bring the G League team up. Whoever wins the G League up to the NBA. OK, that makes yeah. sense. I like that idea. Yeah, it makes it more competitive. Right. And uh, also the fans are like, yeah, we got to get promoted. You know, we're moving up, that kind of thing. Sure. And, of course, nobody wants to end up at the bottom and get demoted. Right. <laughs> exactly. Relegated, isn't that what they call it? it yeah, that's yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a great point. I um, I would hope that uh, if that was going to happen, that the that the Wizards would get the record, and then the Pistons <laughs> wouldn't be finishing in last. So you know what? You could see it working easily in baseball. Definitely. Because we actually have a minor league. Correct. You would have yeah. to have you would every every league then would have to have like a minor league system to be able to, to make that work. Right. So I don't right. I, that would take a little bit of work. I think Jim, you should uh, you know work on that during the week. Uh, okay. And, I'll, uh, I'll, yeah. I'll let you guys know how it's going. Perfect. Spearhead uh, that effort, please. <laughs> speak. Moving over to the NHL. Uh, big game for the Red Wings later today. They're going to try and get back on track against the Florida Panthers. The Panthers, they have the best record in hockey. Detroit still has the first wild card spot. If the playoffs started today, they are two points ahead of the Tampa Bay Lightning. So after their six-game winning streak, uh, a little slip-up against the Islanders uh, earlier this week. Hopefully they'll get back on track against the Florida Panthers. Uh, Heading over to NCAA basketball, Michigan State, they're going to travel to number 2 Purdue tonight to face Zach Eady and the Boilermakers. This, that game tips at 8 p.m. WGR's broadcast. That'll start at 7. The Spartans are 17-11 and 11 as we head toward the Big Ten Tournament, which starts March 13th. MSU has a 25-consecutive-year streak of making the NCAA Tournament. So it's looking good that they'll still make the tournament, even though they're not having the, uh, the best of uh, seasons. But it is March, and you know what March means. That's Tom Izzo time. Yeah. Speaking, speaking of MSU, congrats to the Michigan State men's college hockey team. They won the program's first ever regular season Big Ten title last night after beating the Wisconsin Badgers 5-2 to last night at the Kohl Center. So congratulations to Michigan State men's hockey. And last but not least, in MLB, the Tigers. They beat the Pirates yesterday in Grapefruit League action 4-2. to And the team also announced that Tarek Skubal, will be the team's opening day starting pitcher when the mm. Tigers open the season against the Chicago White Sox on March 28th. So right around the corner, um, you've got the start of baseball season happening mm-hmm. here in Detroit. Yahoo! And that means, that means better weather, right? Mm-hmm. Every, every opening day is sunny and 70, right? Uh, right. Man, yeah, we, right. <laughs> we went to so many games. We would take listeners to games every year, and I remember some of those some of those years, man. If, if you weren't sitting in the sun, it was mm. freezing because you're not 
and how many know, how many games where did you go to where there was like little snowflakes in the air and like everybody's bundled <laughs> up and they're selling hot chocolate at the concession yeah. stands? Probably half of them. I mean, yeah. You know, one year you'd be in a parka, and the next year people would be in t-shirts. And, mm-hmm. You know, it's crazy. Well, I think with this right. season and the, what we've seen here at Michigan weather, where the other day it was 70 in the morning and 22 in the afternoon, um, <laughs> it's going to be just a, a toss-up as to what type of weather we're going to have uh, Friday, April the 5th, opening day for Tigers at Comerica Park. Speaking of that, Dave, when uh, the bookies uh, and the Vegas people, when they, they start betting on baseball and opening day games is how much of a factor is the weather because you know for pitchers and yeah. uh, and for you know the home run hitters yeah. that's it's a big thing man. i'm sure it affects the over under and the total and the total runs uh, i'm sure that they start out the season a little bit lower uh, take the under you know with uh the ball not flying out of the ballpark that much and you know it's cold out there on the mound um baseball mm-hmm. is so hard to bet Baseball is one of the toughest to uh, to bet. Yeah, it, it, it's hard. But there there are so many different bets you can make. Uh, the the ones that can make you a good amount of money is betting on who might hit a home run that day. You get you get oh, three or yeah. you get three or four players correct uh, on a five dollar bet to hit home runs. You can make a lot of money. Now I would do that because I, I can follow that. I can understand that some of this over yeah. under stuff and uh, you know. It, I remember when I was a kid, a lot of the older guys, the dads, they'd, they'd get a program, you know, when we go to Tiger Stadium, and they'd get a pencil, and they would fill in in the program. There was enough space. They would <laughs> fill in what they called box scores. Yeah, keep score. Yeah, it was cool to do that when uh, – I remember doing that when I was little, too. You would uh, keep score. It was cool. So you were you were tracking every pitch, right? Yeah, you're tracking every pitch. You're tracking uh, the hits, the the, the – the, uh, pitchers um it was extra spaces for you know changes in the lineup for relieving reliever pitchers and stuff it was a uh, it was cool i don't know how many people do that these days but you st- i know that you still can go in there and get a program as you walk in the door at comerica right. so yeah i remember seeing the uh the older guys do that and, and a lot of dads would teach their their kids how how that works yeah and that was a fun memory Good stuff. Nowadays, you know, they like they recently changed the the uh, timing rules so they could keep more people interested. Nowadays, you're gonna have to write quickly because you got the pitch clock. So yeah, right. Okay, good stuff, Dave. As always, we're gonna take a break and come back. Uh, we've all heard of the term concierge, which I love saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, Makes yeah. us sound smart. Yeah, it does. And kind of classy. It's a French word, of course. And our first experience with concierge was with hotels. There'd be somebody at a desk or a podium in the lobby who was the concierge. And if you wanted uh, tickets to a play or dinner reservations, you would call or go talk to the concierge and they would arrange that for you. And that's how that started. Well, since then, there have been different versions of the concierge. Most recently, we heard about concierge medicine, where you pay a lot of money to a doctor. And, man, you got special personal treatment. Sometimes they even do house calls. So there's a new thing that Cam's going to tell us about next. Concierge moms. And we'll explain next when the Great Michigan Weekend continues here on News Talk 760 WJR. 
Welcome back, everybody. We are uh, looking at 40 degrees right now. Should be in the low 50s this afternoon, which will be mm-hmm. nice. Yes. It's been uh, up and down all over the place. I know. I know. And I am going to wash the car today because the weather folk say there won't be any rain until Tuesday. So, Are you going to uh, wash it yourself or go to a place? <laughs> I'm going to a place. Okay. <laughs> No, I asked because the other day when it got to 70, I, I washed mm-hmm. uh, oh, okay. Washed in the driveway there. It was uh, <laughs> it was nice to be able to do that. And right. man, uh, after right. this winter, cars are really, you know, you get oh, stuff all over them. All right, uh, 823 here on Saturday morning. We've heard of different types of concierge service before, but Cam's got the story on a new one, and she'll explain how this works. Yeah, we have concierge moms now. (laughs) There's a service, uh, it's somewhere, I don't know, but uh, parents are hiring concierge moms to help their kids at college if they're at college out of state. So it's kind of like a nanny out of state, even though they're college kids. (laughs) So what would they do? Well, they they hire someone and then it's like their their concept is that's family away from home. So but you're hiring a designated yes, a designated parents. Yeah. Um. The, at first, I read this and I was like, "Yeah, I really like that idea." But um, the like if the the concierge mom when if the child is sick or the child needs. You know, something if their grandparents are coming into town, if, you know, if if the if they're picking up a rental car or they're, you know, you know, uh, their car is broken down, like they'll come get them. But um, and sometimes, you know, if it's like a birthday surprise, like if the parents can't be with the child on their birthday, this concierge mom steps in. Oh, Lord. I know. <laughs> so, again, like at first I saw it and I was like, oh, isn't that sweet? But. You know, the experts, whoever they are, are saying, you know, kids are, aren't left with opportunities to fend for themselves now. Exactly. It's like they have, you know, they've got, you know, mommy or, you know, whoever to, to take care of their stuff. And they never develop life skills that's, that way. That's kind of what it's all about. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, for 200 years, people survived it. You, you went to college, right? Yep. <laughs> and right, it did, was, you go, did you go out of state? No, it was like it was two hours away, but my mom certainly couldn't have, you know, come up to, you know, make me lunch <laughs> in a in a jiffy. <laughs> be there to watch American Idol with you so you, yeah. you feel lonely. Uh, right. You know, we, there are things built into our societies that cover all of this. If you do get sick, all the colleges have a a, a nurse or some kind of clinic. An infirmary, yeah. An infirmary, yeah. that's where you go. People have been doing that for decades. Mm-hmm. And all the other stuff you're talking about, your car breaks down or they get stranded, you find a way around it. And with Uber and cell phones, mm-hmm. it's it's nothing like when, you know, when we went to college or when when people went to school years ago, you would find a way. You, you know. find a way. Yeah, that's it. You just, you hitchhike. <laughs> we used to, you know, bum a ride off someone else. But yeah. I guess the concierge moms won't do laundry or cook dinner or clean house for these kids, as they shouldn't. But they will bring them food. Oh. Homemade food. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So somebody's 
somebody's in, you know, 2,000 miles away at college and they, mm-hmm. they want spaghetti, mm-hmm. the concierge mom is going to cook up spaghetti and bring it over. Yep. Oh, man. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I don't think you're doing your kids any favors with this. No. I mean, how are they going to gain independence or confidence. not always? What's that? Confidence. Yeah. Gain confidence. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they're college kids. It's not like they're little kids. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, and, yeah. and, you know, what about for years we would send five, six, seven-year-olds to camp in the summer for three months. Right. right. Summer camp. And right. nobody said, uh, well, geez, I better hire somebody to, to be in the cabin next door in case they think there's a bear around. <laughs> you know? Can you imagine? And, you know, these the services aren't cheap. I mean, it's a monthly fee, whether the concierge mom does anything or works every day. So it's a flat fee. Well, I, here's my thing. Uh, if you love your kids and you want them to grow and be healthy and self-sufficient, mm-hmm. got to skip this one, man, because it's not like they're going to get hurt. It's not like they're right. it's not right. like they're in the army and they're stationed in Fallujah. You know, it's, it, <laughs> you know, and then you have the army to rely on. But uh, mm-hmm. you have to make adjustments. You have to learn how to fend for yourself. And the fact yep. that you're lonely or homesick. That was all part of the college experience. And this, exactly. It was, it was the right. same thing with uh, go, going to summer camp. A lot of kids would be like, I don't know if I want to go to summer camp. And then they'd get homesick and they'd write a letter. You couldn't call. Remember? <laughs> That's you, right. You had to yep. write a, a letter by hand. Uh, uh-huh. I want to come home. I'm, you know, I'm bored. I'm scared, whatever. And and your parents would write back and say, no, tough it out. You'll be fine. And then, then by the end of summer, you didn't want to come home. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, there was like, I think, one phone in the office or something, right. you know, like a corded, you know, we didn't have cell phones back then. Right. Oh, well, that's, yeah. So, uh, uh, well, I'm all for free enterprise and people coming up with new ways to make money and create new jobs and positions. Mm-hmm. But man, I, I just think you're doing your kids a big disservice. Yep, exactly. We've I seen so them, you know, with, with over the years where people, uh, it's, it's, it's gone from the way it was when we were kids where you either got to use the family car mm-hmm. or maybe if you saved up money, mom and dad would pitch in and you would get the world's crappiest used car. <laughs> that was us. <laughs> uh, that was and, and then, you know, now it's okay. And it's not considered spoiling to buy your child a brand new car on their mm-hmm. 16th birthday. Mm-hmm. And you can justify it by saying, well, we want them to be safe and we yeah. want it to be reliable. So that kind of makes it okay. But it's gone way beyond that. Mm, I, I know. Yeah. People, people, you know, young people still have a credit card from mom and dad. They still have a phone plan. They still have insurance. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in some cases, their parents are covering rent. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, I, uh, I had this uh, 1968 Beetle. Uh, Volkswagen Beetle Bug for my first car, and it was so ugly. But my parents, that was their deal. They helped us pay half, right? Of whatever car. But I know parents want their kids to be safe, but those, you know, the trunk is in the front, so one head-on collision, and then <laughs> <laughs> would have been toast. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. That was that was a good uh, reliable used car. I mean, mm-hmm. unless unless you had one that had been beat up a little too much, you you it would always run. And in the winter time, mm-hmm. they were good too. Yeah, they were. 
weren't very warm, but you wouldn't get stuck. Right. <laughs> All right. Concierge mom, if you have any thoughts on this, uh, let us know. Uh, it's 830. We're going to take a break and come back. And uh, a number of things going on around the state this weekend. We'll tell you about that. And there's something going on with people over 65 in America. We'll discuss that next. When the Great Michigan Weekend continues here on News Talk 760 WJR. Welcome back, everybody. Today is the 63rd day of the year. We're in the month of March, 16 days away from the first day of spring. <laughs> mean I, I did see a robin yesterday. Did you? I was like, yes, yes, <laughs> they're coming back. Uh, today is World Hearing Day, and it's also Caregiver Appreciation Day. Mm-hmm. And it's National Anthem Day, so stand up and, you know, salute and sing the song. <laughs> Detroit Autorama is going on at Huntington Place. Uh, you know, lots of sweet rides, vendors and eats, everything you could ever imagine. And Paw Patrol Live, the great pirate adventure at the Fox Theater. Those kids <laughs> love the Paw Patrol. <laughs> I like the Paw Patrol, too. That yeah. uh, It's a fun, fun cartoon. All mm-hmm. right. Uh, there's a thing going on in America right now called the Great Unretirement, and it mm-hmm. is affecting a lot of people uh, our age or my age, anyway. Cam's younger, but <laughs> only uh, a little. <laughs> only, well, people uh, who are approaching retirement age are now saying, "I can't retire." Uh, inflation, mm-hmm. uh, the cost of everything has gone up. Uh, all my expenses are more than they used to be. I can't retire and, and people don't like it. So the mm-hmm. first of all, you got people saying, I'm not going to be able to retire. But the right. bigger, bigger story here is that a, millions of Americans who already retired are going back to work. They can't come up with the dough mm-hmm. unless they get back on a job somewhere. And in, in yeah. In most cases, it's a money thing, mm-hmm. trying to get by. In some cases, people just miss being with people. They're just yeah, and they're bored. Yeah. They don't have enough to do at home. Exactly. But so it's a real thing, and uh, you know they they keep talking about well, you know, inflation really isn't that bad. It's starting to go well. Other people are saying no, actually, it's worse, and it's gotten mm-hmm. worse. So uh, if you go to if you go grocery shopping. You can see for yourself. Yeah, right. Or uh, exactly when, when you get that heating bill, holy cow! You know what? This makes me so mad. I keep my ther- um, thermostat at the same temperature. I, I all winter long. I keep it at sixty six, which is very cool. But wow. I'm trying to save money. But I got my my electric bill last month, and it was like eighty something dollars. Same thing with the therm- thermostat. 66 and this month's is 96 dollars and i'm like i've not touched anything so <laughs> i i didn't i haven't turned on more lights than usual i haven't you know hmm. been well, baking or <laughs> well what's happening is if it's been colder if the weather's been colder it's on more so it's only warming up to 66 but it's coming on a lot more because it's been cold. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I guess. I mean, yeah. <laughs> We're not trying to cheat you. <laughs> you jerks. <laughs> I'm going to give you a piece of my mind. Well, yeah. I asked people on Facebook and a lot of our audience uh, had some very interesting comments. Uh, Lois said, my 99 and a half year old mom lives with us and we are full-time caregivers. Uh, she goes everywhere we go, but um, 
I would love to work again, but my priorities are with mom, of course. Yeah. Uh, Mary said, I'd like to unretire in the winter months. I miss seeing people every day. Mm-hmm. April said, some people like to get out of the house a couple of days a week, uh, maybe work part time. And then, then we started hearing from people. A lot of people. This sounds like a cool job. I might look into this. They love working at Tiger Stadium as an usher. Oh, yeah, that would be fun. Or maybe a vendor of some kind, you know, selling, mm-hmm. selling dogs or hot dogs. Uh, get or, your hot dogs here. Corn <laughs> beers. But yeah. uh, a lot of people said they do that and they love it because it's money and they mm-hmm. get to games and, and plus they're out of the house. Yeah. Um, a lot of people did say that they've had a they've had problems. Uh, like a family member moves back in. Like one of your mm-hmm. adult adult children comes back from college or or yeah. or loses a job or changes and then comes back to stay with you for a while. And then the bigger thing is, and we've seen this a lot, unfortunately, is people who are working but can't afford childcare. So mm-hmm. they've, got, they've got their own parents, the grandparents, yep, watching the child for free. So yep. That's an inflation thing too, because mm-hmm. uh, we were reading this week that childcare is now costing more than college. Uh, yes, exactly. I've heard that too. It's like, holy cow. Yeah, what do you do? <laughs> You're rocking a hard place. Well, I remember women coming into my office uh, back in the '90s saying, "I I got to get a raise because I did the math, and I'm losing money." Mm-hmm. Because I have to pay for childcare, I'm actually, yep. I'm actually, you know, a hundred, two hundred bucks behind every month. So what's the yep. point of working? And I know that's a real thing. And I had to pay big bucks for uh, a nanny. I don't like to call her call her that, but you know, for someone to come in because I worked overnights. I mean, I worked you know so early in the morning, I couldn't leave the kids home. So I had to have someone come over oh, the night before that's and right. then, yeah. So, oh, you so it cost me, oh, it cost me so much more because nobody wants that shift. You know, no, nobody <laughs> wants to come to your house at 10 o'clock at night and, and, right. exactly. and put Amazon. That's what they did. Yeah. I mean, it was... You'd get up at two and then go into work at four. And then mm-hmm. when they woke up at seven, yeah. this person, this nanny person was there with breakfast and getting them for school. Yep, and then took them to school, or in one year they had to take the bus. But yeah, yeah. holy cow that that must have wiped out a lot of your salary. You totally did. It was like, yeah, where's the where's the fun part of this? Yeah, <laughs> I have yeah. nothing. I have no money. <laughs> a record four point one million Americans will reach sixty five this year in America, which is the average age for retirement. But a lot of them are still going to be staying on the job. And mm-hmm. almost one in five over 65 who have retired, one in five have gone back to work. Mm. They just said, uh, I just can't hack it. Or or we're also seeing some people say they just miss the uh, hanging out with people. Yeah. Yeah. The vibe of yeah. somebody else around. But uh, it's it's a drag because it used to be, especially, you know, around this area, so many people were in the automotive industry and you'd have a pension and uh, I just remember a lot of dads, not mine, but a lot of dads uh, retiring. Mm-hmm. They had a cottage up north. Mm-hmm. They had a small boat, like for fishing or water skiing. Right. And, and they did fine. 
Mm-hmm. And that was on yeah, a one-income household. Yeah. Yeah, we had a cabin up north in northern Arizona, and it wasn't great. It wasn't, you know, it was kind of shabby and stuff, but we'd go up there almost every weekend, and yeah, it was great. Yeah, unfortunately, I think those days are gone. So, mm-hmm. all right, yeah. good luck if you're trying to get back out there. Uh, you got to also keep in mind, and we heard this from people too, if you're on uh, Social Security, mm. you got to talk to your uh, tax person because there's, you know, you got to be careful about how much money you're making. Correct. If yes. Because then they'll, yeah. Yeah. They'll pull taking, in the reins on that. Right. Security. <laughs> if you're taking social security and uh, you're also working, there's, you got to mm-hmm. do the math on that. Mm-hmm. All right. 843. We're going to take a break. We have tickets to give away to a really cool show with our fabulous Detroit Symphony Orchestra. And also we're going to get into our red carpet report. Uh, what's going on in the world of showbiz. That comes up next when the great Michigan weekend continues here on News Talk 760 WJR. Stay with us. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Great Michigan weekend here for Saturday with tickets to a fabulous show. The Red Carpet Film Scores, Saturday, March 8th at Orchestra Hall, our fabulous award-winning Detroit Symphony Orchestra doing a whole bunch of tunes from the movies. All the great films that uh, were made even greater by the musical scores will be featured March 8th through the 10th. Get your tickets at DSO.org or be the first person to call us with the right answer to this trivia question. How long is the Big Mac bridge in miles? Mm. In miles. I've walked that bridge. You have? Oh, yeah. Holy cow. And, uh, I've actually been, not that I'm bragging, I've been on the very, very top. Of, you have? Yeah, there's an elevator that goes all the way to the top. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it scary? Uh, yes. And I had taken a boyfriend up there for, it was his birthday. So we had little uh, hostess cupcakes and it's so windy because it's so tall. The candle wouldn't stay lit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You're the best girlfriend ever. I know. A surprise trip to the top of the Big Mac bridge. Mm-hmm. That is yeah. cool. All right. It is. Yeah. Wow. I mean, nobody knew there was a, yeah, there's, I think there are two elevators, but. All right. I've seen pictures. Uh, I always wondered how people got up there. Mm-hmm. I guess that explains it. Well, give us a call if you know how long is the Big Mac Bridge in miles. 1-800-859-0WJR. That's 1-800-859-0957. Good luck. All right. Red Carpet Report, what do you have for us? I remember we talked last week about Jennifer Lopez's new movie. Yes. I don't want to make it seem like I'm picking on her, but... <laughs> Uh, some A-list celebrities have turned down, did turn down cameos in that new movie. It's called This Is Me Now. So she, Ooh. Jennifer, asked Taylor Swift, Ariana Grande, Jason Momoa, and, and a few rappers to be in the movie. And they all said no. They <laughs> did? Yes. Ooh, what does this mean? I Well, I think, remember last week we, uh, we talked about um, Ben Affleck. Right. being worried that it will bring his career down because the movie is allegedly terrible. <laughs> so it's, I looked at the ranking and it's like number 20 on the Rotten Tomatoes list, which is not good. <laughs> that is not good, no. <laughs> and uh, the, um, uh, you know, she, it's just, it's tanking. And, but that happens with her movies. I She's never had to me, in my mind, a real blockbuster. What about Made in Manhattan? 
I didn't see it. No, oh, is it is it bad? It's bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's really bad. Yeah, she's she's. It's like Madonna. Oh, Madonna have had a couple of good movies, but yeah, desperately seeking Susan was kind of good. That, yeah, that was good, and right. um, she was in um, what's it called? League League of Their Own. But so right, the, yeah, she was great in that. Yeah. So the celebrities that did say yes, <laughs> Jane Fonda, <laughs> Trevor Noah. Kiki Palmer and Post Malone. Okay, that's not a big all star lineup. <laughs> I know. Wow. I know. Jane Fonda. Oh, well, good luck to J Lo. We'll see how that works. Yeah. Out. Does not sound yeah. good. Uh, speaking of movies, this is kind of interesting. They're doing a, mo- a series of movies. Actually, Sam Mendez, a director, is doing four movies about the Beatles. Each one will mm. be about each individual beetle. So he's going to release four films in 2027. And then all of them will be centered on each of the Beatles. So right now, every actor in Britain is trying to get in on this. Yeah, I'm Everybody sure. Wants, all the young people, all the young guys want to, want to play one of the they, Beatles. And yeah, they put the mop top on and go audition. Yeah. And <laughs> that'll be interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see. Okay, actor Ryan Gosling is going to take the stage at the Oscars next month to perform his song, I'm Just Ken. I heard that. From the Barbie movie. All right, I listened to this. I never saw the movie. Uh, I never will see the movie. Me either. Me either. Uh, I listened to the song online, and I couldn't believe, not only is he going to sing this, but it's nominated as best song. (laughs) I'll just let me just share the lyrics, part of the lyrics with you right now, okay? Okay. Because <laughs> I'm just Ken. Anywhere else, I'd be a ten. Is it my <laughs> is it my destiny to live and die a life of blonde fragility? I'm just Ken. Where I see love, she sees a friend. What will it take for her to see the man behind the tan uh. and fight for me? Cheesy, bad, <laughs> it's it's, lame. How is I that award winning? You know, I oh don't. God. I don't believe any of the hype about the the movie. No, uh, I, he's also nominated for best supporting actor. We <laughs> can. I yeah no, I didn't see it mainly because of all the publicity. It's like I felt like I had already seen it every commercial break of every TV station I'd ever watched. Right. So I just was I was sick of the promotion, but overkill, it just yeah, looked, a lot of overkill. Yeah, overkill. Yeah, I was like, I don't need to see it now. I, you know. <laughs> Did you have the other items? Because I have a couple more. Oh, I had one more. Um, Taylor Swift's dad is under investigation for apparently attacking paparazzi in Australia. Uh oh. Uh huh. But on the flip side, Nicole Kidman once had a restraining order against the same guy. So he's okay. a repeat offender. He's one so, of those. Yeah, Mr. Swift was just trying to, I don't know if he was. Did he punch you know, him or? I don't know. It just says after attacking the public. Ooh, yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah, they could get aggressive. It doesn't seem mm-hmm. to be happening much anymore uh, after Princess died, but it does. Right. It does happen. The right. Relentless pursuit. Yeah. A lot of sad news in showbiz this week. We lost uh, Richard Lewis, the comic. Mm-hmm. And also a very funny actor, a very funny guy. Uh, long battle with Parkinson's. Gary Sinise, this was heartbreaking. Story about his son. 
Oh, I know. 33 oh. years old. Uh, and he had uh, a rare form of cancer. Mm. And uh, Gary Sinise wrote, I am so blessed, fortunate, and proud to be his dad. Uh, that was kind of sad. And then, uh, of course, we do have something on the lighter side so that we don't end on a sad note here. Country singer Garth Brooks has a new project. This is brilliant. Okay. It's not an album. He is opening a new mega restaurant down in Nashville. Oh, okay. And it's called the Friends in Low Places Bar and Honky Tonk. Oh, I love that. Yeah, oh, that's so funny. Would. Yeah. It's a four-story bar and music venue. It's opening up March 7th, so next week it'll be open. Wow. And, uh, they, he's really smart because he what he did was he did a deal with Amazon Prime to do a documentary on the the building of the restaurant. So oh, can, okay. And that'll be great promotion for the place. And totally, yeah. What was the was it Gillies that was a huge country bar? Yeah, in uh, Urban Cowboy. Yes, wasn't it? Yeah, but it was a real place. Right, right. Oh, didn't they call it Gillies? Yeah, maybe I think something. It was yeah, in, okay. In Texas, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Toby Keith had his bar in here. He had them in several locations. There was one in like Clarkston or somewhere i loved that place because it was live music it was yeah. just like being in a, in a real honky tonk sawdust on the floor yeah <laughs> boot scooting and all kinds yeah, of the boot all scooting right. boogie all right we've got more for you coming up on the other side of the news we'll bring you up to date on what's going on with weather uh we've got jeff marr on the weather lorna stevens is following traffic brian morton is our engineer today dave rieger cam carmen and jim harper back on the great michigan weekend hour number two Welcome back, everybody. Hour number two of your great Michigan weekend. A lot of great things going on this weekend. If you want to get out of the house, warmer temperatures today. The Rosa Parks bus is on display at the Henry Ford as part of the Liberty and Justice for All exhibit. That's a pretty remarkable, kind of breathtaking thing to see in honor of Black History Month. You can learn all about her contribution to the civil rights movement. The International Gem and Jewelry Show is going on at the Southfield Pavilion. And if you're a watch person, you may want to check that out. I, I heard an interesting thing the other day, Cam, that uh, because of the popularity of the uh, Apple Watch, mm -hmm. a lot of people with nice, expensive watches just haven't been wearing them for years. <laughs> You know, wow. in a jewelry box somewhere and they don't wear them anymore. So uh, uh, smart people are taking them to shows like the one at the Southfield Pavilion and selling. So Wow, that's awesome. I better head over there. <laughs> and you have some items too, do you not? Oh, yes, I do. Uh, the 17th annual Suds and Snow event. That's at Timber Ridge Resort in Traverse City. And in Southfield, it's Winterfest at the Southfield Sports Arena. And Suburban Michigan Home Show, the UWM Sports Complex in Pontiac is where that is. Okay. Dave Rieger is here, our director of sports on the Great Michigan Weekend and also our producer to tell us what's going on this weekend and uh, in the near future. We had one game to, to actually report <laughs> on. Yeah, that's right. The uh, Pistons, uh, they welcomed the Cleveland Cavaliers to LCA last night. Unfortunately, lost 110 to 100. 
That loss drops the Pistons to 9-50 and record on the season, not tied with the Washington Wizards for the worst record in the NBA. And I don't know if people have been listening in the first hour, but we did some research, and speaking of the Wizards, they are right now on a 14-game losing streak. And believe it or not, they still have a chance to equal Detroit's 28-game losing streak from earlier this season. And this is why you have to love sports. If the Wizards continue to lose games, they would tie the Pistons' 28-game losing streak on March 29th against the Detroit Pistons in Washington. All That's kind of of crazy. Uh, Big game for the Red Wings later today as they try to get back on track against the Florida Panthers. The Panthers, they have the best record in hockey right now. Detroit still has the first wild card spot if the playoffs started today. They are two points ahead of the Tampa Bay Lightning. So they've been having, they've been playing great lately. They tripped up against the Islanders, but they did have a six-game winning streak, which was uh, pretty good. So we'll see if they can get back on track today. Speaking of um, getting back on track, Michigan State, they're going to travel to number two Purdue tonight to face the Purdue Boilermakers. That game tips at 8 o'clock. WJR's broadcast will start at 7. The Spartans are 17-11 as we head into the Big Ten tournament that's going to start on March 13th. So we're getting near the end of the regular season, Big Ten tournament, then the NCAA tournament. Michigan State, they have a 25-consecutive-year streak of making the NCAA tournament. So I think they're going to keep that going. Uh, The COVID year that that happened, I think, in 2020 doesn't count against that streak. And speaking of Michigan State, congrats to the Michigan State men's college hockey team for winning the program's first-ever season Big Ten title last night after beating the Wisconsin Badgers 5-2 at the Kohl Center. So congrats to Michigan State hockey They are doing very well this year. And Michigan hockey also, as they also are going to be heading into the Big Ten tournament and then their uh, college NCAA tournament. You might remember that Michigan Michigan made it to the Frozen Four last year. Right. So we'll see what happens if uh, you, you got Michigan and Michigan State both playing well in college hockey. Moving over to baseball, the Tigers, they beat the Pirates yesterday in Grapefruit League action 4-2. to two. And the team also announced that Tarek Skubal will be the team's opening day starter when the Tigers open the season against the White Sox on March 28th. Opening day here at Comerica Park is going to be Friday, April the 5th. Um, any big uh, plans that you guys have done in the past for opening day. I know it's like a big holiday around here in Detroit. (laughs) I know Jim, probably you had many broadcasts that you did with uh, listeners back in the day. Well, you know what we would do is we would do a show from, um, there was a sports bar down there. What was it called? Oh man. I can't think of it. Not Chelly's, right? No, no, no. This Mm -hmm. was way before Chelly's, but it was Mm -hmm. a baseball bar. Uh, mm-hmm. And we would do a live show from there, invite people to come down, and then we'd give away tickets to join us for a oh. day. So we'd take like fifty people. Wow! We'd have a whole section, <laughs> and that was always a lot of fun. We we, we had a blast. Uh, but some of yeah, you know, we mentioned this earlier. Some of those opening days were cold, uh, oh. freezing. I know. I've I remember many. We, we I'd have to go there down there and uh you know do live shots for the news right and, and it was crazy insane <laughs> amount of people oh and know? like they, they mentioned it's a holiday and it, it really yeah. is Cam, how early did you have to be down there to do your live shots because i remember when i was an intern uh starting out in the radio business i would be there you know four o'clock in the morning it's opening day mm-hmm. we're talking to nobody 
down there. Nobody, during, and it's dark. During, <laughs> doing live shots. And that was back, that was in front of Tiger Stadium. That mm-hmm. was before Comerica Park was even yeah. around. We we had a different, back then we had a different time for the morning show. It didn't start at 4 a.m. So it was light out by the time we got there, but it was freezing. <laughs> Freezing. I remember just shivering. <laughs> uh, and then the, the problem with live TV, radio can can kind of weasel around this because you can't see us, right? But in television, uh, you you do a live <laughs> shot, especially something like the Tigers opening day. You always run the risk of uh, somebody coming over who's not totally sober. Right at seven in the morning. <laughs> hey, it's Cam Carmen. I love you, Cam Carmen. You know, I but... swear one guy was yelling like, "Hey, you look, you look better in person than you do on TV." <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, Go away. <laughs> All right. One well, more, one more quick thing to mention. Also, uh, today uh, at the NFL Combine, uh, we've got quarterbacks, wide receivers, and running backs that are going to be uh, showing their stuff. So. Uh, J.J. McCarthy from Michigan. Uh, we'll see what he's got. And uh, obviously the unanimous number one pick uh, from USC. Uh, we'll see what they've got uh, today if uh, you want to watch any of that from the Combine. Okay, I'd like to see that. I think J.J. McCarthy is going to be a superstar. You think so? Do you think, really? Yeah. yeah. Well, because you know that you know where he. a lot of uh, mock drafts have him going. Where? where? Denver Broncos. so if he's going to come to denver please be great jj please he will please be great jj please that that kid has got uh he's got it so a lot of talent great for dave's broncos all right 914 we're gonna take a break and come back and uh believe it or not there (laughs) there are actually laws in place now uh in some states that will really come down hard on you or try to if you use your car's horn, we'll explain what this is all about. Coming up next on the Great Michigan Weekend here on News Talk 760 WJR. Hey, everybody. Happy Saturday. Going to be a warmer day today. We should be in the uh, 50s if things mm-hmm. work out Hopefully. the way they plan. That'll be nice. Yes. And uh, a little bit of sun, right? I think so. You know, what they say in uh, weather TV land. Uh, TV Weatherland, they say milky. It'll be milky today. Milky? What is that? It's like a haze. You know, oh, like a gray okay. kind of layer of, yeah. Okay. I've not heard milky. Partly milky skies. <laughs> okay. All right. Sounds good. Uh, if you're looking for things to do, Orchestra Hall is hosting the Classical Roots Celebration. It's the Bourbon Fest in Grand mm-hmm. Rapids at the Event Center. And the Love Hard Tour, featuring Trey Songs and Keisha Cole, or Keisha Cole, I, should, I think is how she says it, uh, at the Little Caesars Arena. Yep, and A Little More Alive is playing at the Meadowbrook Theater. It's the Polar Plunge in Michigan. All right. So if you haven't, if you're touring the state and you keep doing these polar plunges, head to, head to Muskegon. And then it's Michael Cart. Carbonaro at Music Hall. That uh, Polar Plunge is a fundraiser for Michigan Special Olympics. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and so uh, many people do it. It's great. It's yeah, great they it, do that it's for a cool, cool thing. And if you don't want to <laughs> actually dunk yourself, you can still help out online and make a mm-hmm. donation, which would be yeah. <laughs> nice. All <laughs> right. Uh, apparently, in the state of California, 
where high taxes are chasing people out of the state. People are moving out in record numbers. Uh, they've had rolling blackouts where they tell you when and how often you can charge your electric car. Now, apparently, they have uh, a new way to really drive you nuts. Dave tells us it's against the law to lay on your horn in California. What's the story here? Yeah, so this was a uh, this is a story close to my heart. Uh, there was a lady <laughs> who got a ticket because she was using her horn for more than for just you know telling people to maybe move because the green, the light had turned green. So the Supreme Court um, on Monday they upheld a California traffic law that bans honking other than to warn another driver. So this lady was challenging a law because she had a ticket that uh, she said under her First Amendment right, she had the right to to lay on her horn and use it for more than just, um, you know, warning another driver. And that's me. I'm with this lady. I will follow somebody. I will lay on the horn. I get all crazed when people don't drive the race. And it's probably bad. And I know it. But I but um, apparently there are similar similar laws on the books in 41 states. Really? So according to court oh, you records. Can, you can give somebody a little beep beep. Correct. If the light turns green. Right. Then but they but anything more than that, you can possibly get a ticket. And so the Supreme wow. Court just threw the case out. They weren't even going to listen to it. But, well, I'm this with, is why. but I'm with the lady. You know what? I will do that. I will lay on the horn and I will just sit there and honk at these people because they don't know how to drive. It irritates me. <laughs> All right. Well, first of all, I'm kind of split on this. We talked about this in the in the week, and Cam and I were both laughing at Dave and saying, "Dave, you're going to get shot." Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Especially yeah. in Detroit, you man. Yeah. I think now it's so scary. You can't even look over. You can't. You're right. Yeah. If if somebody beeps at you and then pulls up alongside, man, just <laughs> look straight ahead. Yes. Yes. If people are looking to get into it. It seems like, and and I, I'm afraid if you're fo- you're following somebody and honking. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to follow them for a long period of time, but I'm going to let them know that they need to learn how to get drive faster or learn how to follow the the rules of the road. Okay. Dave, I'm I'm shocked cuz you seem so low key, you know? There's nothing that irritates me more than traffic jams or people that can't drive. I'm sorry. So, what if it's a little old lady or what if it's It doesn't a 60, matter. Am I I know 60, I know it I know I'm making myself so got their license. That's another thing. I don't want to get caught behind the drivers, the drivers training people. I got to avoid that too. Wow. I had a, a thing yesterday. I was, somebody crossed over into my lane and it was on the freeway. It was like, wait a minute. So yep. I laid on that horn and I thought of you, Dave. There you go. See that? <laughs> you, and you felt better afterwards, didn't you? Well, he couldn't see me. So it was part, <laughs> you know, part to, you know, get him out of my lane. But yeah, I was pretty peeved. But I Man, was just I surprised that uh, there are 41 states that, that have wow. uh, similar laws about honking and about going overboard and that you could actually potentially get a ticket. Well, now, see, this is why government uh, always finds a way to make it the opposite of what they're they're trying to achieve. I'm totally against road rage, and I think, Dave, you're going to really – run a huge what if your mom's in the car with you she yells at me okay 
but but you're you know you shouldn't put your mom at risk even if you're gonna uh decide you're gonna throw down every time somebody uh isn't going i'm not not looking to throw down i'm just looking to send a message okay but apparently apparently, here's my but apparently apparently some states find it uh against the law but here's the thing I think, and this is kind of complicated, even though I'm against road rage and I think Dave's got to manage this anger. <laughs> think about this. Wouldn't you rather have somebody use the horn to express their anger than some other form of anger? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. like uh, you know, pulling a gun. Baseball I mean, ball bat. You, you can see how, for example, if somebody does what, what Cam just described, you're on the freeway and somebody goes in front of you, like they don't see that you're there mm-hmm. and, and you slow down and almost uh, like a instant reaction. You lay on the horn and it's almost like, don't hit me. Right. right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. That's, that's an expression that I think lets some of that anger and energy out. Mm-hmm. And Dave honking when he's mad, I think lets out, frustration and anger in a way that it's not going to hurt anybody. So right. my, my point is honking, yeah, honk away. You know, you're not hurting anybody, <laughs> but you do run the risk of really right. ticking somebody off. Especially I guess, I guess, Dave, if, yeah, if, if you're following somebody yeah, and it's the wrong kind of guy or girl, you Ooh. know, they'll, they'll, you know, screech the car to a halt, get out their baseball bat and come bash your window. But maybe they think that I have something in my car and they would not want to uh, engage. Well, what do you think? That's true. I mean, it, 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 risk, I mean it works both ways, right? Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. I mean, I know we're having fun with this, but yeah. uh, I mean, we hear stories yeah. every week on. Yeah, uh, yeah. it is true, and it and it happens everywhere. It's not just. Right. It, I mean, it can happen anywhere. And uh, That's why I yes. think make you know pushing a button and making a sound is actually safer mm-hmm. than you know mixing it up with somebody. I, I think mean, maybe you could roll down your window and maybe you know show them something uh, to let them know you're <laughs> to let them know that you're angry. <laughs> That could that could be that could be more dangerous than just yeah. the, than just uh, laying, laying laying on the horn. Yeah, a, a little gesture of your uh, yeah, your just to, just to say hi, you know, just to yeah. let them know that uh, maybe they need to uh, go back to driving school. I don't know. <laughs> Years ago, somebody came up with an idea that uh, it seemed like a good idea, and when you looked at it and held it in your hand, you thought, "Ah, oh, this could be fun," but it's it's not practical. Uh, yeah. Imagine a uh, ping pong paddle, okay, in your hand. But instead of being for ping pong, it has uh, pieces of cardboard on it with different sayings. Okay. Like, oh, slow yeah. down, slow down, yeah. uh, stop tailgating, mm-hmm. uh, move over, whatever. And then you would flip to the one that expressed how you felt, and you would hold it up in the window as you pass somebody. Yeah, they, they probably they probably would say like, uh, you know, you can't pick up your cell phones. You know, these it, it right. probably would fall into that category. I just thought it was interesting yeah. that this lady thought that it was her First Amendment right to be able to honk as much as she wanted, and the Supreme Court oh, was, just, was just like, nah, God, we're not even going to deal with this. Sorry, you know, I'm actually on her side with regard to the expression. I, I think it's a safer alternative than mixing it up. But then mm-hmm. you have, you talk to somebody in law enforcement and they'll tell you, boy, this is, you do not want to be taking that risk with anybody. Right. Right. 
Well, I think it's just I think it's just a um, it's just a you know a, about our society today and um, why you uh, this would have never you know happened back in the you know couple maybe twenty five years ago you know. Man, I remember when I was uh, I think sixteen. I had my first car, and I was driving to work. I lived in Westland, and my, the station I worked at was in uh, Ann Arbor. So every night it was a long drive out there. And I was going down Newburgh Road, and I was doing the speed limit, and uh, these guys were behind me, and they came up, and they were tailgating me. And they were, I had like, right out. They weren't honking or anything, but they were right on my on my mm-hmm. bike. So I thought, okay, I'm going to tap the brakes and scare them off. Right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Which I did. They screeched to a halt, and then I, of course, kept driving. Yeah. Uh, they followed me for 20 <sighs> miles. I mean, I had wow. to, it was, I had to take evasive measures. And then for the, wow. for like six months, I had to avoid Newburgh Road in case they were there waiting for you. <laughs> or, you know, maybe they took that way to work too. And mm-hmm. that was the same guy. It was, it was like that movie Duel, uh, from oh, the 70s. I love that movie. Yeah, I do too. Uh, what was See, the guy's... that's scary. Yeah. So th- that was 50 years ago. So I, <laughs> Dave, so maybe I need to. I, I, I might need to reassess. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I can see the honk, uh, but wait, man, you just gotta be careful. I guess I gotta. Oh, I guess I'll stop at a sporting goods store and get some ping pong paddles. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make your own D DIY. <laughs> you know what, what's interesting though? It, it's a universal thing. Um, there are some gestures you can make when you've made a mistake. Yeah. All right. Let's say uh, you pull out of a driveway and you get right over and you're in front of somebody and it's not dangerous. It's not like anybody slams on the brakes, but it's kind of uh, a little touchy and somebody will honk. Mm -hmm. So they're behind you. You have pulled out. Nobody's been hit or anything like that. If if you hold a hand up like, "Eh, sorry, that usually works. People will. That's what I do. I I make a face too. I make a face. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sorry. Well, I would yeah. never. I would yeah, never I mean, lay on. I would never lay on the horn like in the carpool lane, though. You know, with kids there. So. Oh no! Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. But uh, terrifying your mom. You got to work on that. <laughs> yeah, come on, <laughs> Dave. <laughs> Dave, slow down. Oh, it's that. That's not how. That's not how her voice tone went. It's not. It's not that calm. All right, we're going to take a break, come back, let Dave uh, settle down a little bit, switch to decaf, and then uh, we've got, um, oh, this is kind of interesting. There's, um, how am I going to, you know what, we'll just call this robot warning. You know, AI, the machines are taking over. You're not going to believe this one. It's coming, and Cam will love this. It's coming up next on your Great Michigan Weekend here on News Talk 760 WJR. Hey, if you were looking to get out and do something this weekend, Willy Wonka Jr. is the performance by the Ridgedale Players in Troy. They got Masters of Hawaiian Music at the Ark in Ann Arbor. And in Livonia, it's the Rock Mineral and Fossil Auction. Hmm. Okay. Geology. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the Rebel Music Fest is in New Baltimore this weekend. 
Maple Sweetness event. I would love to go to that one. Uh, that's at Walcott Mill Metro Park Historic Center in Romeo. What is that like? Maple syrup thing? Yeah, I think it's. I I, I don't know if they're tapping the trees. This oh, uh, yeah. is it time to do that? Yeah, mm -hmm. I don't. It is. I don't yeah. know. Uh, and then it's an evening of one act plays by Michigan Playwrights Riverside Art Center. That's in Ypsilanti. Okay. Uh, this is kind of interesting. You know, the, the machines are ready to take over. We hear about AI every day. Um, people are dating AI boyfriends mm -hmm. and girlfriends yeah. on the web. Weird. Uh, you can go on and ask uh, the AI program, the chat GPT or whatever it is. You can ask it anything. It will write a resume for you in two minutes. Uh, it's remarkable. And soon the robots are going to take over completely. Here's the latest. And Cam, tell me if this appeals to you. <laughs> um, manicures. Women get manicures, right? Mm -hmm. uh, robot manicures are now available. This is already out. Okay. Several different cities. It looks like it looks like a machine at McDonald's where you get your own pop. You know. Yeah. You, you put yeah. an empty, empty Coke thing. It looks like that. It's you know uh, stainless, and there's a spot underneath it where you might stick uh, a, a a cup. Only yeah. it's a robot manicurist. You stick your your fingers down there. They strap in, and this thing goes to town. It'll do a manicure in 10 minutes, 100% perfectly, 10 minutes. Wow. And your manicure will end up costing you eight bucks. Oh, wow. No, and no tip. Okay. Sign me up. You like wow. this? Wow. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if it can do certain things like a gel polish or a dip polish or you know. whatever you tell it. Wow. Do. Like you'd put your, what you want, like in a, yep. you yeah. Like push a few buttons and yep. French yep. manicure. Oh my God. Totally custom. And uh, you can see it online. If you go to dailymail.co.uk, it's the British uh, website, mm -hmm. daily mail. There's a story. You can watch this in action. It's remarkable. Cause it, oh my gosh. it's not like a little brush comes out. <laughs> <laughs> and paints you <laughs> and it, uses it, cotton balls to get the old polish off <laughs> no nothing like that it looks no. like laser but it's it's actually a spray wow. gun with a really fine point and it starts on the edges and goes around in a circle until it goes all the way into the middle and then you're done wow i think i would think it would cost so much more than eight bucks eight bucks that's the whole idea that it's super cheap it's super fast yeah and the women don't have to tip Mm -hmm. So eight to ten bucks on average, but uh, a lot of women have been posting TikTok videos of of this process because they're getting it. Women are lining up for this. I would. Is it? Um, are the nails dry when you're done? Uh, does not say, but it, it looks it looks like it's not a super wet polish. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm like, looking it up. Yeah, you'll have to, <laughs> to check, check it out. <laughs> that is so um, cool. But you would do that, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, I I love getting my nails done, but I hate sitting there for almost an hour. You know, and then you can't. Yeah, yeah, 45 minutes. Because you can't use your phone. Your hands are, you know, being held captive. And, it, you know, I'm just so all over the place anyway. I just, well, this, uh, yeah, that would, would be awesome. You'd be out of there in 10 minutes, and mm -hmm. I imagine it would take some time. 
to dry, but yeah. uh, they, they're saying it's the biggest thing going on now, and they, they're opening up all over the country. It started in Asia, and uh, it's it's just taken off like wildfire. The, the only thing I don't like about it is that it's, it does eliminate jobs. Yeah. That's the bad true. part, because mm-hmm. uh, Lynn goes to, uh, like, one of those places where it's a small, it's not a fancy big salon. It's like... Uh, right. Korean nails, or uh, I believe the women in this particular uh, place are from Vietnam. Mm-hmm. So they're all related. They're sisters and their cousins. And and uh, this was a huge break for them to come to the country. They're making cash and they're, they're doing all right. And it's still way cheaper. Because, you know, you go to a fancy salon, it's a lot of money, right? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, fancy schmancy is like like a normal um, manicure that I do is a dip, which I know makes doesn't explain, but I think it's about forty five dollars. Yeah, I know, but yeah, you have to go and you have to go every two weeks. Now, do girls uh, buy nail polish anymore with the little brush? Do people yeah. do that? Yeah, they do. In fact, uh, Jacqueline, my daughter, asked me uh, last week, "Mom, do you have any nail polish?" I'm like, "What for what?" No, I get my nails done, but oh, okay. yeah, I guess they still still sell it. But it's so much better looking when a professional does it. I guess, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I mean, um, I think men find it attractive, but we don't really pay that much attention. I know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know? Uh, but this is the big thing now. But the, 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 this begs the question: Where is this going to end? I mean, uh, I robot, know robot haircuts. <laughs> yes, you stick your Probably. head machine. Or, yeah, uh, put your uh, yeah. When you're punching in your buttons, say you know, quarter of an inch off the top, or right, <laughs> whatever. Robot Brazilian wax. <laughs> Please, I actually prefer during that the procedure. <laughs> What'd you say? Please do not move during <laughs> the procedure. You know, it, until uh, you hear the buzz. <laughs> yeah, the light, the buzzer. I <laughs> guess there's no end to this. Uh, if, if if you can design it and uh, people who are, you know, engineers who work on this kind of thing, it it's funny because you talk about people on the on the back end losing jobs, mm-hmm. you know, and, and uh, you know, the, these would be people that, you know, must really need these jobs. Or it's a talent for them or maybe it's a, it's a you know, calling uh, those people losing jobs on the other end, young people going into all these different new fields of AI, mm-hmm. logistics, engineering, technology. Yeah, so true. Maybe it, maybe it balances out. But uh, all right, we know we know what to get Cam for Christmas. Yeah, I wonder how like how they how much they are because they're new. You know, I'm sure they're really expensive. Like the machines, the, oh, machines, the machines themselves. I, yeah. I don't know, but uh, if if you get people cruising through there, spending ten minutes. Uh, mm-hmm. you say it takes almost an hour yeah so man you can just be breezing through people yeah along and and when you sit down like i said it looks like a, a, a beverage dispenser mm-hmm. you're gonna sit down there there's nobody next to you or anything ah, like that <laughs> individual stations and you don't have to talk to anybody and uh, you're out of there it's remarkable. I love that. And that is brilliant. Really. You can do uh, all that stuff that they do at the salons now where you can check in ahead of time on your phone, mm-hmm. pay for it, then you just walk mm-hmm. in, zap, you're, you're yep. 
All right. Uh, we're going to take a break. We have more tickets to give away to the Red Carpet Film Scores and the DSO, a great concert, and we want you to win those. So that's next on the Great Michigan Weekend here on News Talk 760 WJR. No need to feel cooped up this weekend. You've got the Dr. Seuss Day with the cat in the hat happening at the Detroit Public Library. Cool. Silver Sun pickups at St. Andrew's Hall and the Midwest Rad Fest Dance Festival in Kalamazoo. Oh, that's so rad, man. <laughs> <laughs> rad. Also, the uh, Battle Creek RV and Camping Show at Kellogg Center. And Michigan Psychic Fair, <laughs> Prestige Banquet Hall in Allen Park. Okay, I'd, I'd love a, to go to that. <laughs> that's a huge event. I Is mean. it? Oh yeah, it's been they've been doing that for thirty years. Wow! It's, uh, if you're into that, you would love it. Lots of uh, uh-huh. people you can talk to. All right, let's do some trivia here. Give away more tickets to the red carpet film scores. That's the name of the concert they're doing with the Detroit Symphony Orchestra. Man, we are so lucky because the DSO, Mm. boy, world class. Mm -hmm. It'll be at Orchestra Hall. That's where you want to see a show. March 8th through the 10th, they're doing red carpet film scores, which is all the great award-winning music from the movies. Mm -hmm. Going all the way back to Casablanca, Superman, The Godfather, James Bond, Mission Impossible. All on stage. You can get your tickets at DSO.org, or you can win them right now if you're the first person with the right answer to this question. What is the name of the mountain range in Michigan with the highest elevation in the state? I know it. Do you? <laughs> yeah. I, I was surprised we even had a mountain range. <laughs> what is the name of the mountain range in Michigan with the highest elevation in the state? If you think you know, 1-800-859-0WJR. That's 1-800-859-0957. Good luck. So what are you watching on TV these days? Same thing. <laughs> Love is Blind 6, because, you know, now they're just only releasing two episodes at a time. I think it's almost over. And uh, Married at First Sight. <laughs> and Married at First Sight Australia. <laughs> Holy cow. Boy, you love those shows. I do. And I hated them maybe even a year ago. I couldn't stand them. They're addictive, though. I, oh, you can't even believe. It's I'm weird. just not not normally tolerant of reality tv when you know it's staged yeah it's very staged and uh kind of a contrived deal but we we can't help but uh love to be voyeurs yeah i know romance well in the theaters this weekend the buzz is on for dune part two. Oh, okay hollywood <clears throat> excuse me hollywood is really counting on this to be the big blog blockbuster there's a lot of big names in here timothy chalamet, chalamet. Austin, yeah chalamet austin butler uh christopher walken jason momoa a whole bunch of people it's almost three hours long Ugh, i'm uh, out so plan your bathroom and snack breaks <laughs> accordingly <laughs> mixed reviews on this too but if you're a sci-fi fan it the original dune nobody understood but yeah, the, that's right. The sci-fi people went anyway. And then they came out with part one a while back and nobody understood that. So <laughs> I don't know. This is going to be interesting. I think we're going to watch this. It, it looks really weird, but it could be great. Kate Winslet is in a new show 
Uh, it's called The Chancellor. Or, I'm sorry, the show is called The Regime. Winslet plays the Chancellor, kind oh. of a, a, a made-up European country where she's like the uh, dictator and yeah. rules with an iron fist. It's a real dark, dark comedy. So it's it's all kind of for fun uh, with, re- <laughs> with really weird scenes in it from the uh, commercial I saw. Hugh Grant is also in it. Kate Winslet is really good in just about anything. So we'll see how that yeah. goes. And then here's one. Uh, Netflix is getting smart and taking a page out of Hallmark's book. They're doing a, a show called uh, Just in Time for St. Patrick's Day. It's called Irish Wish. And Lindsay Lohan will star in a rom-com where they go on a destination wedding with her best friend to Ireland, but she falls in love with the groom. Oh, okay. Lindsay Lohan falls <laughs> yeah. in love with the groom? <laughs> yeah. So look for that one. Okay. All right. Uh, a couple other items I had here from the Red Carpet Report that we didn't have a chance to mention. Uh, Banna White's finally going to say I do to that guy. She's been stringing along forever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Stringing along. <laughs> uh, they're going to be on the road in Hawaii for Wheel of Fortune when Ryan Seacrest takes over. So she mm-hmm. said, well, as long as we're in Hawaii, I guess we should uh, go ahead and <laughs> tie the knot. Uh, and and the other item I had, Gwyneth Paltrow, remember years ago when somebody tried to sue her because this guy said she ran over me while skiing. Oh yeah. That, that, yeah. That was like last year, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. now they've done a musical about it called (laughs) Gwyneth Gwyneth goes skiing. No, because you can do a musical about anything. (laughs) Uh, it's going to debut in May. It's got original songs for adults only. And it follows the the legal case on the uh, ski slopes of Deer Valley. So wow, yeah, uh, you could come up with anything. Yeah, what's next? The uh, Johnny Depp Amber Heard musical. Yeah, they could do that. Or if you wanted to do a local thing here in town, it could be uh, the Belle Isle Slide, the musical. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That would be funny. Remember one of the rappers uh, did a song about it that was actually Yeah, yeah, I do funny. remember. Uh, that was national news. <laughs> it was our death slide. Yeah. <laughs> Only in Detroit. All right. right. We'll, we'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for being around today. Uh until we talk to you again, which will be next Saturday. Happy trails to you.